So uh, the title of this is, this is a fight for your marriage, um, but it's going to be fight for your marriage through sexual purity. So um, it's a pretty sensitive topic this evening, and I feel like it, it's kind of deep, but it has been absolutely stirring in my heart for several days, and we're going to... We're going to go with it, okay? Um, and I'm going to hi, Cammy, And we, I'm going to start us off by praying real quick. And then we'll jump in, all right? Okay, so um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for letting me have this opportunity to be on here and discuss these topics with all of these beautiful women. And thank you for growing this Fight Time group into what it has become. We just ask that you would continue to use this group to spread your word and bring glory to your kingdom and to just touch as many women as we possibly can and to help them better their lives and change their lives for the better and to just be as close to you as possible and to bring honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Water. Sorry. Okay. Now. Um, okay. I topped out a bunch of notes for this because I felt very strongly about it. And I didn't want to get off topic. And I didn't want to say the wrong thing because that can happen. And I don't want that to happen. <laughs> so, um... Fighting for your marriage through sexual purity, specifically, okay? Um, we all know, I mean, surely we know by now, I did not know for a long time that sex in your marriage is a good thing because I was raised that it was bad, it was horrible, it was evil, it was a sin, it didn't matter any way you sliced it. It was bad. No, don't do it. Then I got married and I had to reconcile those two totally different stances on this one topic and I didn't know what to do. So um, over the years, I have noticed that women struggle too. And it, you know, it's important that we talk about these things. So, uh, sexual intimacy, absolutely, in a marriage, absolutely produces a very strong and powerful response in a person towards another person. And it does that for a reason, okay? It is a force, and I'm saying a force because God created it. It is a force that was meant to draw a couple closer together. Oh, yes. Okay. It is a force that was meant to draw a couple together, to deepen the love that you have between the two of you, and to be fruitful and multiply. Okay? So, because we know that God created it, we also know that Satan hates it 
and he wants to distort it. And that is what has happened with sexual intimacy in our world, okay? Most couples enter into a marriage and they have some kind of baggage, right? And that baggage can include a multitude of things. It can be, um, if not a full-blown addiction between on the man or the woman, a full-blown addiction to pornography. It ha it's at least exposure to it, right? It can include abuse. It can include insecurities. We all have insecurities. I have several of them. I'm working on it, right? Um, insecurities, it, betrayal, um, even just general negativity about it from your family or even from your church. You know, that a lot of people have a lot of opinions about this topic, okay? And sometimes they're negative and they don't clarify and they need to. <laughs> um, so what God meant for good can very, very quickly divert into something very negative. And so while the enemy is very good at creating barriers to destroy this precious gift that we have been given between a husband and a wife, our God, okay, but God, right? is still in the business of bringing redemption and healing to something that Satan has tried to destroy. So one way that we can fight for our marriage and we can honor God with our sexuality is to seek sexual purity, right? So something that the world tends to tell us is, hold on just a second. Something the world tends to tell us is okay is that you can look as long as you don't touch. Well, I would like to let you ladies know if you haven't learned before now. God's word says completely the opposite, okay? It specifically says in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 28, it says, Anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And it, it's, it's written towards men about women, but the same applies for women. Okay. Um, and that's why I'm speaking to you ladies about it on here. We have so much technology at our fingertips that it is very easy to have secret eyes or thoughts or fantasies, you could say, about someone that's not our spouse. And the enemy would like nothing more than to cause division between you and your husband. He will use whatever he can, and that means social media, um, television, magazines, I mean, when is the last time we looked at a magazine or an advertisement or a billboard even 
a huge billboard driving down the interstate with our children in the car. People are naked everywhere. <laughs> it, I, I mean, it's everywhere, okay? And, and books, even. You can go to the store and you can buy a romance novel that is just full of things that God did not intend for you to see, right? Um, and so that kind of is leading me into the catalyst for this specific topic tonight, okay? It is the holiday season. It is a Hallmark Christmas movie season, right? Um, and I love to watch those movies. I do. Several women do. I've had several conversations with women. I'm like, they're just so funny. I, I love watching them. So we know the drill, right? A cynical woman from the city uh, takes a trip to some town in the middle of, it doesn't matter. And she meets a man who lives there. And he's very good looking. He's very hardworking. Um, he has high morals. He's good to everybody. He's good to his grandma. He's good to his dog. You know, everybody loves him. He's, he's fantastic. He's all around fantastic on top of being good looking. So, her heart gets softened. They fall in love. At the end, happily ever after. Well, not exactly, okay? Because I have realized that these movies... And the companies that produce them want all of us women to swoon and sigh and just have all these feelings about the story that we're seeing on the screen. And they want us to go on the hunt for the perfect man, right? That's what they were designed for. They were designed for division. The problem with that, with these movies, okay, is like I just said, they were designed for division. They leave women fantasizing and daydreaming about all of these knots in shining armor, so to speak, right? Who are portrayed in these movies and television series. And, and then we can start making comparisons. Here's the rub, all right? we can start making comparisons between these actors on TV and the movies between them and our husband. And that's where we need to be careful. Okay. We are left wondering and that can turn into bitterness over the realization that the man in the movie is perfect and our husband is not. So, the point in saying all of that is to say this, okay? Pay attention to the things, pay attention to keeping things in proper perspective, okay? These books, books, what is a book? These books and movies and television series and whatever, are curated and produced and created 
to seem perfect. They, I mean, that, that, that's, that's their niche, right? That's what they're for. Um, so we need to be careful. We need to be careful what we're listening to, what we're watching. We need to be careful the conversations that we're having. You know, um, especially if they have great potential to devolve into a comparison, right? So, for example, if you happen across a poll on Facebook and somebody says, name your top three celebrity crushes, fine, whatever, go ahead, okay? But leave it right there. Leave it. You know, uh, I think George Strait is fantastic. He's, I f guess he's a good man in his private life and has a good marriage and is a good dad. I don't know. I like his singing. I, whatever, right? But do not continue on with the rest of your day thinking about them and how they're perfect, okay? And then when you see your husband for the first time today, you're mad at him. And you don't know why. He doesn't know why. He certainly doesn't know why. He hasn't even been around you. He hasn't done nothing wrong to you. So he doesn't know why you're mad. So what that has done is that has planted a seed. You have allowed that to plant a seed in your heart, in your mind, and you have been thinking about this perfect person who doesn't even exist. And then you have handicapped your husband unfairly and behind his back. And he has already lost the competition that he didn't even know he was in, all right? He has already lost the competition for most dreamy and most perfect in your mind. And he, he never even knew he was competing. He, of course, he doesn't understand the assignment because he never knew there was an assignment, right? He didn't study for the test because he didn't know there was a test. So, I, I know, I, I'll, I'll kind of leave it there, ladies. And, and I know that this probably came across as sounding like really harsh and kind of preachy and like against these Christmas movies and and against thinking anybody in the world is attractive ever, period. But that was not the point, okay? What I want you ladies to focus on and what I want you to take away from this is keeping your body pure, keeping your mind pure, okay? So that when you come together with your husband in your marriage bed, there is absolutely no chance whatsoever that there's going to be a third person in it with you in any form ever, not even for a second, okay? Keep your focus on the husband that God gifted to you and use your, I don't know how to phrase it, use your marital sexual purity to bring honor to God the way that he intended it to, okay? Keep it in its rightful place. Protect it. 
And so I hope that it probably didn't because I get real animated and excited. Um, and that doesn't mean I'm mad and that doesn't mean I'm trying to preach. So I, I hope that this came across as a gentle reminder that this is a topic for women too. This applies to us too, okay? And that we need to stay vigilant and we need to stay focused on fighting for our marriages so that we can let them honor God and his kingdom the way he created them to, okay? So, um, I hope that that is the way all of you ladies are going to take it. That's the way I meant it. Um, and I love all of you, all of you ladies very much. And I will see y'all again very soon, hopefully in person this next time. Okay. I love y'all. Bye.